the enemy is upon us. It's time to dig in, to stand our ground, and watch for the next attack. You're in the Fox with Jason Mark. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Fox Hole, where we stand our ground and watch for the enemy's next move. Uh, tonight is November 30th, Thoy's Day, 2023, the last day of November. Get ready to put up your Christmas lights and your tree if you haven't already or whatever, however you celebrate. And uh, tonight I'm, ex I'm excited to announce that the, the sergeant at arms came around and relieved us from the foxhole. And he said, go on back to base camp and uh, go check out the USO tent. I got my USO shirt on. And uh, we're going to have a little R&R, &R, a little rest time, recharge the batteries because you just can't live in this this muck every single day. You've got to you got to kind of take it easy. So tonight's going to be a fun time, and we invite you to participate. So with me tonight uh, to hang out in the USO tent, I've got host of the Tiger's Den, the Tiger and Snake Financial Report, and exclusively on Free World FM, Tiger Tales. Be sure you have your books balanced for the Angry Tiger. <laughs> that was awesome, Jay. Thank you. All right, then we've got. We've got researcher and writer, host of Liberty Conspiracy Live, and contributor at MRC TV. He keeps Spock's brain on standby for emergencies. Get ready to mind meld with Gardner Goldsmith. Our minds are merging, hey. Doctor. Our minds are one. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Next, we've got, you, Jason. <laughs> we've got another legendary researcher, host of Digging Chris Graves, Get Mad with Chris Graves, Don't Take Our Word For It, and several other shows. There's no hiding the truth from Chris Graves. How dare you? <laughs> and last How dare you be so kind? Thank you, sir. This is an honor. <laughs> last but definitely not least, we got curator of the best music content on the internet by artists you know and love. Stuff that you probably have not heard because it's their newer stuff. He's the owner, operator, and manager of Modern Retro Radio and a great friend of the show. Elvis imitates him. It is out of You ain't nothing but a hound dog. I love it. Oh, so how y'all doing? We'll start with we'll start with Tiger. How, how you doing, Tiger? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm a little tired, but being here with all these great people, I I'm feeling the energy. And it, Jason, I want to thank you for having me on. Oh well, thank you for coming. How about you, Chris? What are you up to? Oh, I'm here on the foxhole. Name that tune, sir. Right. So it's, uh, it's a good day to be alive. Guard, you just got done uh, of just a masterpiece of information you put out. So how are well, you doing? You feeling good? Yeah, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I had a little frustrating uh, night tonight. I'm getting frustrated with some of these news stories that I think are being written by AI. I, I'm trying to find <laughs> ways around these things. It's really getting annoying. And uh, just the past week, it's just been this ridiculous thing. So I'm going to have to work a little harder. But it's been great. And I'm so psyched to be here. This is phenomenal. I'm so psyched. You're bringing in the Christmas cheer early, brother. Good stuff. Nice. It's, it's a wonderful idea. All right. And Audi, uh, Mr. Clapton, Mr. Elvis, how are you doing today? Thrilled to be here. Thrilled to be here. And uh, Franco, excellent show last night on uh, our religion discussion, man. That was uh, some top-notch stuff. And I'm just proud to be here. Proud to know y'all. All right. Awesome. Thank you, Audi. I'm glad we're all doing well. And that was a great show. I enjoyed being a guest on this couldn't i it's you know i couldn't have done it without the panel it was the panel that was great that's what it was you know unbelievable 
Oh, and I, a uh, uh, occult priestess sent me the link to her site, and I'm going to schedule a reading with her. I, I want to oh, see wow. what she has to say. All right. Well, uh, let's get this fired up because we got a lot of stuff to, to try and get to, uh, fun stuff. And uh, basically what we're going to do is I'm going to play. Uh, so the, the panelists here have some of them have sent me some uh, some show tune, not show tunes, no. but like uh, music. And then we also are going to include movie quotes in this, like famous lines from movies. And uh, what we're going to do is we're going to play it. Now, I understand that there's a slight delay between what we do here live and what you see on whatever various platforms you're on. I'm monitoring my my rumble. So if you want to take part in this and guess, please go to the rumble chat and uh, we're going to throw it out there. Maybe drop a couple hints about what it might be to account for that delay. And when you think you know it, shout it out in all caps on the chat. And if you win, I don't know, you'll get 10 cans of old tuna that might be cat food. I don't know because the labels are gone. So uh, we'll <laughs> make up some prizes. All right. So um, everybody ready? Uh, uh, man. Yes. We're, we're doing name that tune, right? Yeah. Name that tune or name that movie. All so, right. And I'll let you know which it is. So the first one I want to go with, I want to go with one that Audi sent me. This comes from 1984. Uh, it's got a, a very unique intro. I think somebody might get this right away. So let's go ahead and fire it up. All right, so I guess I'll let you think on it for a second. <laughs> All right, so uh, E Pigeon, I guess that might be a guess. He said War Games. No, this is a song, not a not a movie. Sorry, Pigeon. But uh, Addy, give us a couple hints since you sent us this one. This uh, was probably the second biggest hit by a female artist whose big hit in 1982 was A Woman's Name. Number one hit. And this was her uh, follow-up hit. Um, uh, first name is Laura. Laura. Okay. I don't know. We'll open it up to the panelists if anyone here has a guest as well. I think we might have stumped the audience. Wow, come on, y'all. I'm totally stumped, bro. I have absolutely no Wait. idea. I'm going to suck at this. Little, not, little not old Westerns. Little John <laughs> says Pat B. I think he means Pat Benatar. Oh, like Pat Benatar. The kind of guy that's similar. About the same, same size, though. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking to Tina Turner until he said, uh, what was the name of the, the first name of the person? Uh, Laura. Laura. And Laura. Her, her biggest hit was was a huge hit in 1982, and the name of that song was A Woman's First Name. Should we give it to him, Addy? It's, I am. Uh, I'll, I'll take a guess. Right. I'll take a guess. Laura right. Branigan. Yes. Now, yes. what's the name of this? Play the clip again. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Self control. Lose my self control. Oh, there you go. go. All right. So, Gardner gets uh, 10 million points. <laughs> do the sound. There we go. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so this one. <laughs> and and Laura Brannigan, from what I heard, she was rioting in in uh, Dublin uh, last weekend. And it was really? it was crazy. No, I think Laura Brannigan died in the late nineties. 
Oh, did she really? Oh, geez. Now here yeah, I am joking around. Yeah, she had around. like a kidney thing or something. Yeah, she oh, died she in the was. 90s. She died By the way, uh, 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 Audi, I don't know if you if you read about uh, Mars Williams dying. Um, Mars Williams was the sax player live and on the most recent record by the Psychedelic Furs, live for 20-something years, and he also played the horns on the waitress's Christmas wrapping. Wow. So it was Mars Williams, you know, that, that whole... Uh, that was Mars. The waitresses, their their big hit was uh I know what boys want. Yeah, I know what guys want. They want yeah. And then and of course Christmas wrapping. And I I'm sure everybody has heard about what's his name from from the Pogues passing away as well. Yeah, yeah. A lot of that going on. A lot of that going on right now, and I won't say why. But yeah. Yeah. Makes you uh, wonder. Yeah. yeah. Makes you wonder. Sorry, sorry to bring that up, but uh, no, that's God, all right. You know, God, God rest Mars Williams' soul. Uh, I met him a couple times. A real nice guy, and you know, after a couple of psychedelic first shows, he was out there, and you know, always full of energy, really, really fun. And his sax playing was second to none. The guy was. Well, amazing. now I'm wondering who are you thinking of that was in Ireland last week? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I'm just joking around because they, they, you know, they had all the rioting and stuff like that. And Laura Brannigan, I thought she was Irish, so. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, hey, this next one, I want everyone to make sure your caps lock is on because you all are going to, uh, Karen, she said it. She just yep. got more yep. bringing self control. So, this one, everybody's going to know. This comes from Chris Graves. Uh, let me go ahead and fire it up. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Wrong one. Let me find it. Like I said, a lot of buttons here tonight. Here we go. All oh, right. I was going to do the drum fill. Just, oh. oh, we'll wow. get to that. All right. I'm waiting for it. Someone's going to come up with it in 10 seconds. Little John. No, Little John. It is not you, Little John. <laughs> Metallica. All right, Doc, you're on. You're halfway there. Which song? You're getting warm. All right, Patrick got it. Sad but true. All right. Yes. Does every line that the singer Metallica sings, he ends with "Yeah, yeah." but it's not a, right? All right. So this next one. Canada, Jason. Yeah. Metallic, I love Metallic. I used well, to think he's a good fellow. Yeah. 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 <laughs> there you go, Metallic. I think it's uh, yeah, yeah. There it is. There we go. There it is. All right, it's, Tiger sent me this one. This is a movie. This is a movie clip. So what I'm going to do for the movies, I'm going to play the sound bite, and then when we do the reveal, we'll play the actual video of it. All right. I love this. This, so, is, this is fun, dude. Yeah, yeah I, I figured it might be. Um, here we go. And thank you for this one, Tiger. I would not have thought of it, but it's a good one. God damn it, I'd piss on a spark plug if I thought it'd do any good. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Larry the Cable Guy? No, not Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> but uh, I'll throw it out there. You got to think it predates Larry the Cable Guy. Oh, you didn't do the, uh, the, me, the Jeopardy music. Sorry. Yeah, uh, you throw me off here. <laughs> any hints, Franco? Can we? Is it possible we get a, a one more one more shot at it? Uh, just hearing yeah. it. One more time? Yeah. Yeah. Let me play it again. 
God damn it, I'd piss on a spark plug if I thought it'd do any good. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, oh. Uh, can I guess? Yeah, sure. National Lampoon's Vacation? No. Okay, I'll give you guys oh, a hint. Sounds I'll give like, you guys sounds a good like hint Randy too. Quaid a little bit. I yeah. Thought it was Eddie, yeah. I'm surprised E Pigeon didn't get it, but I'm gonna give you guys a hint. Okay. Would you like to play a game? War games. Oh that- man. Right. Scene, the Matthew Broderick film, nineteen eighty three. Yeah. But what scene was that? Yeah. Here we go. Wants to play a game, then play it. Wow. That's awesome. That's so cool that you can play the video and we can all see it in addition yeah, to that. That's Dave's great. You are on it, brother. You are hey, on little, it. Little known fact, guys, uh, that people don't, well, little known fact. Do you know that uh, the original person that was uh, cast to play Matthew Broderick's professor in War Games was when it was going to be filmed a couple years prior. No, no, who was it? He was in the Beatles. George Harrison. You got another shot, John Lennon. There you go. Wow. What? Yep. What? A lot of Whoa. people. Don't know yeah. How come? <laughs> What's that, Audie? So how, how come John Lynn wasn't available to do that? That's a terrible joke. I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah. I know. Was That's he going to rework one of his songs and just go, just keep playing these war games oh, forever? <laughs> right? Nice. nice. Uh, very good. <laughs> that was good. All right, let's, uh, let's jump to another one from Audie. It's another music one. Um, I definitely wanted to get to this one. I know somebody in chat. Let's give chat... The opportunity right. to get this one yeah, first. This is okay. yours, chat. You got to field the ball. It's coming at you. Somebody's going to get this iconic, iconic music right here. Oh, yeah. Come on, man. You got this. <laughs> All right, Jack. <laughs> All right. Somebody's going to get it. Let me run the timer here. Oh man, I think they're I think they're running a little behind Jay. Yeah, I know. Um, not too far behind though. Little John says the chick. No, it's not the chick. Karen I can change it. the world. Karen Carpenter. Yes, Karen. Eric yep. Clapton. Okay, so between Karen and and Patrick, which is dad guy, he got Patrick got Eric Clapton. Karen got the song title. So let's get. Well, there's a bonus question for right, that song. Right, Jason. Eric Clapton changed the word. Did I win anything? <laughs> and the thing uh, is, he wrote that five days ago. He's got mental telepathy. Yeah. Well, that's one way of putting it. Yeah. There's a bonus for that song. Who did the duet with Eric Clapton on that hit? Oh, oh wow. That's a good question. I have there's no idea. There's, there's, there's somebody singing with him. Really? He was uh, a big R&B producer and R&B artist himself. Had a really baby face. Oh, baby oh, face! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, baby face. Uh, gonna say Rick Rubin. <laughs> By the way, uh, I hear Rick Rick Rubin's gonna be busy on the twenty fourth, going into the twenty fifth. He's uh, polishing up the sleds on his sleigh right now. Yeah, uh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah, he looks like Santa, man. It's wild. He does. He does. You changed the world was written by uh, some guys in Nashville, actually. 
Really? Cool. Oh, wow. Wicked. Good song. So, so it's not just country music that comes out of Nashville, huh? Oh, almost everything is uh, made here now. Really? And it's been that way for about 15 years. Yeah. Wow. Which is why real estate is through the freaking roof here, but I won't get into all yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, it's going to become hey. another Hollywood, another uh, Los yeah. Angeles. Yeah. Audi, uh, real quick question. I don't know if I brought this up to you before, but uh, around Nashville, he's got, he left now. He just moved to Maine over the past couple of years. But did you ever hear of the legendary Rich Gilbert uh, guitar player? No. Really good. He used to play with Human Sexual Response and the Zulus. And uh, Frank Black and the Catholics, he was ah. part of his band. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's great. And uh, you did a lot around Nashville, you know, session session work and playing around and stuff. So good dude. Yeah, up in I Maine. have uh, I've on my lunch break once I was uh, on the street in uh, the city and I looked to my left and right next to me in the Jaguar is Jack White. Oh, that's great. Wow. That's wicked. Very, very cool. And to think that, you know, when when he when he started with the White Stripes, I mean, literally, they were just playing tiny little places, and uh, it was amazing to think that they started the way they started. It's great, great to see his success. Yeah, his that was his wife drumming, right? Yeah, yeah, and they but portrayed they her as they were, as his sister. Sister, yeah, yeah. yeah well, they she, they said well, yeah just to protect her, I guess. But yeah. well, she was terrible. But you yeah. Know. <laughs> <laughs> then right, the, rock, hey. the rock on tours too. I think Jack White, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, great stuff. Great stuff. Okay. Let's let's hop into one that uh, I don't know if anybody like. This is for me, uh, one of all my right. all time favorite movies when I was in my late teens, maybe early teens. But uh, yeah, we'll do another movie here. Check this out. This <laughs> you want to give us dollar eighty? Say what? You want to give us the thinking music? Yeah, let's get some thinking music. I'm gonna write this down. I know Chris is gonna know it, and I think Tiger knows it. I'm gonna take a wild stab later. Okay, John. Yeah. John says bandit. Apparently, we don't have that big of a delay. This is kind of nice. So, little John says bandit. Oh. <laughs> oh no, Chris. Uh, are Smoky. you? Smoking the bandit? Smoking no, the bandit? nope. Ah. Uh, yeah. Karen says the streak. Ah. Let me play it again. Let me play it again. I know Tiger's looking like he knows it, but I'll play it one more time. Best dollar eighty I ever spent. <laughs> Best dollar eighty I ever spent. Deliverance? No. <laughs> uh, okay, it's got uh, main star Emilio Estevez. Oh. And then uh, Lou Diamond Phillips is kind of one of his. Oh, can I write it again or can I just say it? Oh, I know what it is now. Yeah. Let's yeah. let Tiger. Tiger, okay. what do you think it is? Is it Young Guns, dude? Is it Young Guns? Oh, Bob! I don't do it by the actors, man. It was actually yeah. Young Guns 2. I won. Was that Young Guns 2? No. No, it was the... <laughs> Yeah, it was. It was a Young Guns 2 Electric Boogaloo. Oh, That's yeah, right. because they had to get off the roof in the uh, trunk. Yeah, Audi. Yeah, Young Guns 2 Lost in New York or Freddy's Revenge or whatever it was. 
Audi Breaking Two Electric Boogaloo was a good movie, man. I did not. I saw the first one in the theater. Believe it or not, Breaking right. Oh, we used to do that when we were kids. That was that. I was about you know eight or nine, twelve, ten, something like that. We had cardboard and everything. It was great. They had the rotating set too, right? Because they recycled that set for Nightmare on Elm Street. When my grandparents thought that breakdancing was the dumbest thing. They were like, so people just get all dressed up, go to a club, and they spin on their head? <laughs> no, no, the roller rink. The corner of the roller rink, the cardboard on the floor. They were tearing it up back in, well, when they had roller rinks. That's how I hurt my ham, my hamstring, fellas. No. Yeah. I never could do the windmill thingy. That was, uh, I don't know. That's, that I was tough. I, I can't yeah. bend that way. Yeah. That, was easier, going, that was easier. That was easier. I, I think if you're taller, it was really hard. That, I think the windmill thing for, for like smaller guys was easier because I was at our time with that. I was really into it. Wow. All right. Well, hey, I this had Elvis the same year, though. So, yeah. This next one I want to do, uh, I'm excited to do this one because I know everyone's going to know the artist. This comes from Audi, it's a 1967 song. Okay. Um, and, uh, Everyone's going to get the artist. And there's a bonus question for that one, too. Okay, Um, we'll wait for the bonus question. So let me fire it up. Here we go. Come on! All right, Mm. let's get the thinking music going. Where is it at? There it is. Anybody got a guess on that? I'm I'm pretty sure everyone knows the artist. Ah, oh yeah, yeah. What is it, Chris? Uh, well, it's James Brown, but uh, uh, any other day of the week, I would know the title. So. When you recover from the flu, what happens when you know you're done with the flu? You recuperate. Right. You, you usually wake up in a refreshed. <laughs> in a, <laughs> In a pool of cold sweat. Oh, uh, you wake up in uh... cold sweat. That's the name of the song. That's what I meant. That's what I said. Yeah. Okay. All right. We put back the tape. All right. Now, <laughs> Gardner, I want to know the horn riff for James Brown's "Cold Sweat" was inspired by a Miles Davis song. Oh. Play the clip again, Jason. All right. Hold on. Let me find it again. Hmm. There it is. You want to play the whole thing this time? I want y'all to listen to just the horn part. The horn part. Miles Davis song. James Brown got it from uh, uh, Miles Davis. Come on! I love the funk. Yeah, baby. Man, I don't know. Uh, Kind of blue. Wow. I can see that now. I never thought of that. That's wild, man. Not to bring That's everyone cool. down, but there's actually evidence that James Brown may have been murdered. Oh, really? God, yes. Wow. Oh, God, yes. Oh, oh, you think it was just an accident that uh, Al Sharpton got that show on MSNBC a few months later? Don't, don't uh, get me what? started. I, I <laughs> never heard that. 
Oh. Yeah, no, I, I brought that up to Sam Tripoli. Not to, oh, I dropped a name. Look at that. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, he was interested in doing something later on, but, uh, you know, he got busy. The story about his death was very suspicious. His manager, Charles Bobbitt, was in the, hotel, uh, in the hospital with him, and James Brown's doing well, but then he starts not doing so well. And yep. instead of calling for help, Charles Bobbitt says, well, let me go and get you a bottle of Insure. Like that's a life-saving elixir or something. <laughs> and they but, went back to reopen the uh, the the death case too a, a few times. I don't know yeah, what's going on but, right now, but yeah. All right, we'll have to do a show on that one day. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So hey, just want to give shout-outs to Harps and Karen. Both got the artist, and Karen did get the song. So nice. hey, and Jason, what, what's that's the prize? Awesome. That's what's impressive, the prize, uh, Audi. What did she get? Yeah, we'll, we'll give Harps uh, three uh, three quarts of used motor oil oh. and uh, and turtle wax, Tur and turtle wax. Okay, and Karen, <laughs> uh, Karen can have some garden gnomes. One one's Fauci and one's Janet Yellen. And some All in right. Tresto, but you know, I don't know. Yep. Uh, Karen, we got some turtle wax and pledge on the way to you and Riceroni. <laughs> Riceroni, yeah. <laughs> All right, hey, let's do another movie. Uh, this one comes to us from Mr. Chris Graves. Oh. And and this one, I like this one, too. I've actually still not seen this movie, um, and I, I have it queued up to play. I just haven't took time to watch it. It's direct, too. I get it. Uh, yes, yeah, so, I know. I, I get that one on repeat. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I <laughs> have come here to chew bubblegum and oh, kick ass. Oh, I know classic. That voice sounds familiar. All out of bubblegum. Oh, that's a Duke Nukem line, by the way. Well, no, Duke. that's... That's a this movie line that Duke Nukem is Duke Nukem used yeah. all the lines from Evil Dead and this movie and sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I can see Raybo's goat in chat. That's pretty cool. On uh, Tiger, you're streaming this too, right? Yeah, is he in there? Your, yeah, I can see your. Uh, I didn't know you could do that when you multicast. That's pretty. What's cool. going awesome. on, Raybo? If you want to keep an eye on that one, uh, if he gets any of these right, I, we'll give him. You know. Some motor oil, some fish sandwich, and uh, <laughs> Oreos with the, the stuff licked out, you know. <laughs> some you some fries. That's for the runner ups, yeah. I love it. So, uh, what any guesses? Any guesses on that? Okay, oh, somebody's got, got, it got it in the chat, dude. Somebody's yeah, got yeah. it in the chat. It was um, Little John's got it at first, yeah. At Little John, the lumberjack of liberty, all right. All right, Little John, he gets a broken truck axle. All right, let's oh. see the clip. And a pair of... I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Oh, all right. <laughs> What what was he gonna say, guard? No, I was gonna say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you get the the winner gets a pair of sunglasses so you can see what life is really like. Obey. Oh, I wish I had that song. Obey. Yeah. I wish I had that ZZ Top song queued up. Cheap sunglasses. <laughs> John Carpenter. Here you go. All right. What do we got here now? Uh, yeah. Anything that that's kind of crazy because some people call that movie predictive programming. I don't know. All movies are predictive programming. I yeah. agree. I know that. Again, you know, it's it, having worked at Star Trek that, the you know, writers are always trying to figure out what might be coming around the corner, 
you know, and uh, that's that's the problem. I think uh, too often people think that it's predictive programming when it was just somebody looking at the baseline of what things are like and just speculating and extrapolating. That's all that's all we ever did at Outer Limits. It's all I ever did at Star Trek. You know, I used to go. Yeah. I mean, you know, you'd read science magazines voraciously and stuff. Yeah. Every now and then then the CIA liaison to Hollywood, which was Tommy Lee Jones's cousin, they would uh, admit that, yeah, we would throw the writers, uh, Chris Carter and the guys at the X-Files, some plot lines and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then you look at the Lone Gunman spinoff, the pilot episode. Absolutely. Kind of a blueprint to something that, you know, was really big in our history. Yeah, yeah, and no it's it, it definitely it definitely happened, but I think with a guy like John Carpenter, he was you know he just oh yeah I don't thing, yeah. yeah yeah I, yeah. I guard I, I liked it I asked you that a long time ago about that about predictive programming and stuff because you're on the inside and I yeah. just want to tell everybody watching for their mental health and, and and you guys and guard you already know this that knowing what guard just said helps you a little bit enjoy entertainment a little bit more because a lot of it's been taken away from us because we have principles and ideals and we'll see something that was predictive programming. I can't watch. We're looking for, I mean, I know the world is crazy and it sucks and there's all kinds of conspiracies against us, but we're looking for monsters behind every rock. And that's not your, you're, you're letting them win by letting them ruin your life with that kind of thinking. But I just wanted to point that no, out. No, it a is good a point. fact that it is a fact that CIA literally has offices in almost every Hollywood studio. It is a I'm fact. sure it's they a fact, are, but are you gonna are you gonna let that bother you 24 seven every time the TV's on? You can't, you know, you know, I'm not gonna watch this because it's predictive programming or oh that thing I enjoyed as a child. Oh, you know, it soils the memory. It was predictive programming. I mean, no, I don't it, let anything bother me. Well, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. But some, I, some people do, you know. So, I mean, I was. Well, I let, it's I let a, it it's me. a fact. It, I mean, it's just a fact. They approve scripts. That's why the uh, United States military and the police are always the good guy in every TV show. And every, I mean, just especially in the last 10 years. I mean, it's 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 a fact. And I, I think I think in some cases, you know, I take each one on its on its own. You know, you try to analyze it each time, you know, and you, you never know. In some cases, it's definitely happening and others. It's not. And I think a lot of times what it is, is they're trying to steer things. You know, so it's not necessarily predictive if, if it turns out that their plans don't work. But they they will be trying to steer steer stuff, and sometimes you can see it when you're watching it, and sometimes it takes reflection. You got to look back and say, "Oh, wow, look look at that one from you know such and such a year." So it's you take it case by case. You know, it's it's all right. Well, since we're on current movies, what's y'all's theory on why all these American classics sequels have just completely flopped the avatar sequel flopped the top gun sequel flopped uh uh top gun flopped i mean all these american institutions were were huge failures this past year why do i think it's i think it's because we've gotten more into uh fantastical uh, cgi and things like that and people really want a good story that's what they want is a good story and hollywood they don't want to be preached at yeah yeah exactly and but to franco's point um (laughs) Uh, I think what, you know, to kind of caveat on that, for me, watching military movies can sometimes suck because, you know, our uniforms have to be right. And just the way they wear their uniform, they walk indoors, they don't take their hat off, you know, they salute all weird like this, you know, that ruins a movie for me. So sometimes what I got to do is just kind of like ignore it to enjoy the movie. 
That's my yeah. point. I'm not saying yeah. they're not brainwashing us or steering a social agenda. What I'm saying is, is when we dwell on that constantly, then you can't even sit down. I mean, I will, I watch nothing but old stuff. I won't watch new stuff because of that. I mean, I'm ruined. Same here. Anything. Oh, it's new. I won't watch it. Oh, it came out this year. I don't know why sequels aren't doing good because I didn't see the the movies that these new sequels are from. So, so I, you know, my my thing is just don't let it ruin your life. You I, I I can assure you, I do not let that happen. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, yeah, and I'm only talking to everybody watching. Yeah, okay. I'm a fan. One of my favorite movies of all time is Back to the Future, right? And a couple of years ago, maybe it was ten years ago, five years ago. There, the theories started going out on like YouTube about how 9 11 was predicted in Back to the Future, and they had examples. And some of it was, I, you know, overall, I didn't really buy into it, but you know what? It could be there. But I never would ever let it tarnish the my love for that film, you right? Know what I mean? That's yeah. what I mean, man. That's exactly yeah. what I mean. I think be just be aware, you know, but uh, be aware, you know, we gotta enjoy life. Yeah. Let's let's move on here. I got this other well, one I wanted to write play our own movie, movie, you know, guys. We could always make our own film. That's what I That's want to true. do. Yeah. Hey, Jason. By the way, this is awesome. I'm glad you uh, came up with this. I've been I, wanting to do this for a while. Um, yeah, it's just it's it's a lot of little bit of work getting all these clips, but it's well worth it. Oh, it's, it's worth it. Yeah. Uh, so far, this is good enough to run on my station, Jason. I'm just oh, nice. Run it, run it, brother. Right. Hey, guys. Harp says Garden Audi. If you haven't heard Shane McGowan of the post, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sixty-five years of age. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. unfortunate, and I think he cleaned up his life uh, the past few years. Get married and uh, gotten off the booze, as far as I know. And that, I mean, he was next to dying a number of years ago. He was really wow. in bad shape, so he got a second life there somehow from meeting this woman who really saved him. I guess. So. With all due respect to the Pogues, probably the all-time worst musical guest I've ever seen on Sun Out Live was the Pogues. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was like every band member was playing like a different song at the same time. Oh wow, <laughs> I didn't see that. One. I think it was like 1990. You know, it was like Fear uh, with John Belushi in the audience of SNL in like 1980 or 81 or whatever. They cut to commercial. They, don't they, they lit it on yeah. fire. They lit the stage on fire. Who anyway, was it? Sorry. What happened, Chris? The band Fear. They were pretty tight with John Belushi right before uh -huh. he died. They he was able to get fear to play on the episode <laughs> with of SNL in 1981. I think it was with Donald Pleasance from the movie Halloween. And I yeah. think Eddie Murphy was yeah he was in the cast at the time. And fear ended up lighting the stage on fire, and they were banned for life. <laughs> <laughs> I think I heard about that. So that's yeah, what it was. Just clip on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 1981 that's was awesome. a weird year for Sunday Live. They were oh, yeah. starting over. That was one yeah. of like their three times starting over. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Now they're not funny, in my opinion. But they are, are, they, are they even still on? Yeah, they're still on. Of course. Yeah, and 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 their audience is literally like the same audience that you would see in an infomercial. They're just played clapping seals. In oh. fact, they turn up. The, they you can tell <laughs> they turn up the microphone for the audience way to eleven, and yeah. you hear people just fake laughing their ass off because it's not funny anymore. And it's all woke, and they're all yes. pandering, and yeah, yep. it's kind of like this. This you know, a pause here, you know? <laughs> out of the key, yeah, kind of, yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> all right, hey, let's let's go into this next one. This is something a little newer that uh, Audi gave me, and uh, I don't I don't think I would have gotten this one. So uh, let me go ahead and it's from 2011. 
Is here it a movie go. or a song? It's a song. I'm sorry. It's okay. a song. Okay. All right. Here we go. That's the intro to the song. I would never have gotten it. I don't so, know. Oh, really? Oh, oh okay. I, I do know it. All right. It was All right, produced. Oh. It was produced by Teddy, who's the lead singer of One Republic. Okay. Inagata Davida. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got it. Awesome. I got it. I knew it. Oh, I knew it all along. Inagata How dare you? <laughs> I, can I just take a shot in the dark? I yeah. thought originally it was the beginning of uh, not Lady Gaga, but yeah, yeah, more more English. You're on the right track. Think more English. Lost a lot of weight recently. You lost a lot of weight, and now oh, Estelle, no Adele, Adele, Adele. Adele. Oh, rumor has wow. it. Okay, yeah. rumor has just it. get married too. Rumor has oh it. God. That's a that's yeah. almost a big hit, y'all. Then people, I, got, people got mad at her for losing the weight. <laughs> I know. I know. It's ridiculous. Yeah. The only the only stuff I know by Adele is, you know, like uh Mr. Tambourine Man and uh oh I'm sorry, that's Leonard Nimoy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> did he did Leonard Nimoy actually come out with a record? Because yeah, oh yeah, yeah, he came out with two two albums and another sort of spoken word it, thing. Was I was he um, as horrible as classic. William Chatner? Yeah, Shatner. Yes. Um, my my old roommate had the original uh, Shatner record. That are you, you dodging know, the question, God? How was it? Was it crappy or was it okay? Oh, it's it's on my it, station on on archive. Yeah, yeah. yeah we used to we used to play them when we were doing the uh, film editing at school. Uh, if people were coming around and bothering us, I had a tape of like all celebrity bad music. Uh, Sammy Davis Jr. doing in the ghetto where he like stops halfway through. He's like, ah, you know the rest. You know, it's, it's just amazing. So, you know, Leonard Nimoy, Spock thoughts. If I had, I had a hammer, I did that too. It was, it what, was ridiculous. What's that? You have more Leonard Green from the band. Oh, yeah, I wait. got more. Yeah, you want me to play it so the audience? Because I don't I think anyone would love it. Yeah. Yeah. Let, let's get that out there real quick. Now, Uma has it. She ain't got your love anymore. Hey, Abby, we could be like the dudes, the Saturday Night Live guys in the car, the dance guys. Oh, yeah. yeah. Night yeah. of the Roxbury. Night of the Roxbury. Yeah, yeah. You go back and forth. <laughs> I've been outside of the Roxbury. Yeah, they both do this. Yeah. yeah. Right on Sunset Boulevard. You're like you a chicken, to the side, chicken walking. You know? Yeah, chicken <laughs> What was her first song? Uh, her first hit um, was like. Chasing Pavements was her first big hit. Chasing Pavements. And uh, Jason Pavements, the, the uh, but the big ballad that was a big hit was the ballad. Uh, it was like, I used to love you, or something like that. Yeah, I, I hate her sappy stuff. That's why I don't, I'll never go to her concerts because it's all sap. That's like, Lincoln, that's like me and Lincoln Park, you know what I mean? I just can't de deal with yeah. the sap. I don't like Limp Biscuit like that. I can't deal with it. I like some of Limp Biscuit, not all of it. Well, it's Limp. What do you expect? Don't call me Limp Biscuit. That's all. <laughs> Hey, let's Tom give the audience a, whatever the hell he's saying. I don't know. It's just yeah. let's let's give him an easier one. This one comes from Chris. Um, I don't remember. Is this a 90s song? Oh, wait, you don't know which I don't one. Remember what I said. <laughs> he doesn't know which one I'm gonna play. I'm gonna guess too. <laughs> okay, here we go. Let me fire it up. 
Oh, yeah. Easy. All right. Yeah, this is an easy one. Easy? Um, not from the 90s, though. Yeah. No, John, it's not Taylor Swift. No, he got it. Ramon, what song is it, little John? And Karen got the song first. All right, what's the song? Very good. So it is I Want to Be Sedated. It is? Yeah, let me play it. I know that that song. I know Gard knew it. Gard knows all the punk. uh, I wasn't going to do Slayer. Sorry, Franco. I mean, most people aren't going to get that. (laughs) Can't control my fingers. Can't control my toes. Oh, 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 oh. That song? Yeah. Jason, you know who weaseled their way into that music video? Who is that? Courtney Love. Oh, I I, wow. I don't believe that. And we that, that was a appropriate term for her. Yeah, I'm not a fan at all. No, I, I think she was uh, involved in the passing I mean, of a I've, certain. I've done so many different shows as a guest where I cover the everything I was able to collect over the years of the murder. So, of Kirk and Kirk. how she had that hair, that mutual friend of theirs who was a big heroin addict, like practice Kurt Cobain's handwriting like over and over and it was over. Was in and her over. backpack, practice handwriting sheets. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And I used to do work for Tom Grant, the guy that uh, she hired as a PI that ended up uh, turning over all this evidence and stuff. Oh, that. who made the documentary? Well, it was, yeah, soaked in bleach. It was all about Tom. Yeah. Good guy. He really is. Well, yeah. hey, we got to give some prizes here. Um, the right. motor oil and stuff. <laughs> Little John gets a half eaten MRE. <laughs> and two left boots of different sizes. All right. Aaron gets a new Corvette. Oh, wow. Wow. Why did she get a new Corvette? Wait a minute now. Who got the shoes? I'm <laughs> trying to get her back on the show, you know? Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. What All else do we was, got? All I got was a tapioca hat. <laughs> I think you need to play the middle of the songs instead of the intros of these songs. <laughs> oh, that'd be interesting that. to play the bridge. That's that's interesting to try to oh. do that. That'd be interesting, you know, or a guitar <laughs> solo yeah. or whatever. Yeah, that'd be cool. Oh, yeah. that's or even even if you could yeah. just get like isolated beats and play like you know sometimes you get a bass line what's what song is this from or whatever oh, isolated that's, track yeah. to me okay yeah, yeah 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 boy there's so many ways to do this and i love the movie stuff it's awesome i want to do yeah. it with tv themes because i i love tv oh, themes, you know? yes. oh yeah yeah i thought about doing the uh the intros to like the 80s you know like facts of life and stuff yeah like that. right right <laughs> I used, to play, used to play the charles in charge intro just to drop someone <laughs> yeah that's it you know that's the problem a lot of the shows would have like the name of the show in the theme so you <laughs> yeah, have to yeah. like stop at it it's like yeah. you have to see if you can find like a karaoke version or something yeah, where the words yeah, have been exactly. removed. And, and, and what show did willie ames do uh in the 90s that was uh religious in tone what was his character's name buddy bible man oh bible, bible man. man yeah remember wow. buddy had charles in charge yeah well he I, was in eight is enough yeah and then he got charles in charge yeah and then he you know he did those bad movies and then he became bible man oh wow yeah, that's pretty interesting 
Wow, I'm, I can't believe I just admitted in front of everybody that I know this, but you know, <laughs> well, he ain't. yeah, don't worry, Audi. Everybody's head is full of useless knowledge. I must admit, I'm impressed with everybody's musical uh choices here. Yeah, it was it was interesting. Um, hey, let's get one more in, let's do another video. <laughs> Harp says, um, play the songs backwards. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> That would be interesting to That's play it cool. backwards. And, I love yeah, it. we should do a movie watch along one day too. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna yeah. do one on Nightmare on Elm Street with my good friend Peter Seacosh. Now that you said oh, that, we were talking nice. about that earlier. I yeah, always OP does them. Um, OP does them, yeah. but usually that's on her uh, her premium, and I don't have the premium anymore. With, uh, so with commentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah and I got all the useless uh, trivia, and I'm going to stump my buddy uh, Peter. He's never seen a Nightmare on Elm Street, and uh, he, what? he wants to watch it with me. So. Chris, uh, I want to run something by you one day, man. You might be the guy for me because I always remember the show Mystery Science Theater. Oh, yeah. that was I always, I, I always want to do that, but with Elvis movies because <laughs> that was a great I idea. know everything about Elvis, and I just well, I need someone to make like really sarcastic comments with. You know, while an Elvis movie plays, and then yeah. at the end, Elvis and then at the end, do at, at the end do Bubba Hotep at the end. Oh, I well, I had that guy on my show, the guy who wrote the story, Joe, Joe. Lansdale. He's a friend of mine. He's great. Oh yeah. man, what a what a Damn, movie, Chris. You know people. I'm impressed. Here. Oh no, Guard knows people. I I, I know <laughs> people. And don't forget Casey. We got to promote Casey's music. Casey Lansdale, good country yeah. country singer. His daughter, Joe's daughter. I want to hear another Frank uh, thing now. Yeah. Another I only had one. Yeah, he only had the one. Yeah. Oh, oh, that was it? Uh. Yeah. I got I got one that Chris sent, though, and this is going to get us back in the mode uh, to go back into combat because, unfortunately, they're kicking us out the tent. They're, uh, you know, all the punch is gone and the cake is gone. And cake? Uh, yeah. <laughs> by the way, if you're not familiar with the USO, the USO is an organization that's been around for ages and they, they entertain the troops and they provide them food and they, they're just basically, it's a morale thing. They're still, Bob, they Bob, with, Hope. Uh, Bob Hope did it. Bob for Hope you. was a big one. Yeah. And so during the wars uh, or during the war, he'd go out and, and they funded it. They would send him out there and he'd perform for free and they would pay for the air travel and stuff. And, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a way to keep morale up and, and keep people from, you know, wanting to shoot themselves in the head because they're out there in the, now you know, I heard that when right. Bob Hope started getting older and he would do those, that they would pre-record, the soldiers pretending to laugh at his jokes, even though he wasn't there, and they would insert it in later. I don't know. I have no idea. Because, you know, when he got older, you know, it was... You could just tell that those... Because I used to watch those Bob Hope specials. I watched all of them. And he would have the football team come out, and Barbara Eden, whoever, you know, and and he would tell his jokes, you know... uh, Hey, it's raining today. Uh, you think Bob's, you think God is a Democrat, you know, or something like that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who's the uh, Who's the actor who was in Forrest Gump who sort of has done so much with Gary you? Sinise. Gary Sinise. Gary Sinise and CSI. Yeah, he hats off to him too. Uh, yeah, the uh, Lieutenant guy. Dan Band. He does a lot of. It's all free. He doesn't yeah. charge anything for that, and he goes all over. He He came out to. Uh, I want to say it was when I was in Kuwait. Either Kuwait or Afghanistan, he came out and did a show out there, and I didn't. Unfortunately, I didn't get to go see it. But James Brown uh, went to entertain yeah. the troops in Vietnam, and he was very pissed because mm-hmm. they wouldn't let him bring his whole band. They only he could only bring like a drummer, uh, a bass player, one guitar player, and one horn player. 
And so he did it, but he was so pissed because he wanted to give the soldiers the full show. Yeah, right. that's right. that's good. All right, let's get this last one done. I think somebody will get it. Probably Raybo. You want to check for Raybo's answer? I've Sorry, been, yeah, Raybo. I've been monitoring Raybo. He's killing me over here in the chat. Yeah, I seen the comment about the beard, and uh, I unfortunately because it's on your thing, I can't comment back. So uh, something to note on this uh, multicast thing. Yeah, and but, I can't, I can't, I can't post his his comments either. I don't think you can yeah. either. It's weird. It's like uh, YouTube limbo. Yeah, maybe <laughs> they know it's me. But all right, let's fire this one up to get us uh, ready to go back out into the foxhole. You asked me, I didn't ask you. That, okay, so uh, let's let's get the timer going. Oh, let me play it one more time. Yeah, you asked yeah. me, I didn't ask you. All right, very unique voice. <laughs> oh. I'm curious. I, I'm pretty sure everybody will know who the actor is, but I'm curious. Well, before you say anything, oh, if you say who the actor is, you'll give it away. No, no, yeah. no. The author, the author of the book that this is based on. I've been trying to get on one of these podcasts, and I think I'm very close. Guy, I won't say the guy's name, but yeah. So we got uh, everyone knows who it is. Uh, yeah, Harp saying it's Rocky. Uh, no. <laughs> Little John says, I ain't shooting anybody, I don't think. <laughs> Everybody knows who it is. So, Little John says, and I don't know if you want to give this to an e pigeon says, Karate Kid. Okay, there no. you go. <laughs> I saw uh, the sequel to that with my dad in the theater. <laughs> sequel to what? The I karate Kid. Doing... Yeah. Oh, the Karate Kid. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Are you, you being know. slick here, Jay? Is this like a trick one? Uh, well, oh, I'm gonna ask Chris because this is. All so right, little well, John says Rambo. Do you want to give that to him or not? Uh, give it one more chance, one more try, John. Yeah, it wasn't. That's why I thought it was a trick one. Is it's it kind two of words? Is it two words? Yeah. Yes, it's yeah. two words. The actual title is different, and I did not know that for years. Thank you for you just said. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, yeah. It's All right, we'll give it to John. You asked me, I didn't ask you. And your prize is Franco's going to come over and weld that broken axle for you. Oh, all right. There you go. Anyway, the <laughs> author I was talking about was a guy named uh, David Morell, and he wrote First Blood, the original yep. uh, novel. Rambo. He's still kicking, and uh, I've been trying to get him on for a while. And well, I could probably help you with that, dude, because uh, I I know David Morell. And, oh, um, there you go. So, <laughs> He's friends of a close friend of mine, unfortunately. So I've met David a couple times. He's yeah. got a new series of books that are really cool. They're sort of like pastiches of Sherlock Holmes, but yeah. they happen in the early 1900s. And they're based on a real guy who was like, uh, he was addicted to this uh, opiate type substance, but he was a genius. And he solves crimes in uh, 1911 England. And... Um, uh, David Morell is a very, very cool guy. Um, I'll see if I can. Con so this friend of mine who knows David, like I've met David and had conversations with him, but I don't have direct contact with him. Yeah. Um, my friend is very good friends with David Morell. And uh, but he recently had a stroke, this yeah. friend of mine. 
So I, I don't know. I'm not sure. But if I can work it, I'll, I'll, we'll talk about it afterwards because he's yeah. a super nice guy. David Morrell's great. And he's got a, an amazing short story, if anybody wants to find it, called The Dripping. That is just like, what the heck, man? He's a cool guy. Yeah, lots of great inventive stuff from him. Awesome. Yeah. Created All right, real quick. I wanted to give uh, Karen. Karen did get it as we were putting it out. I know there's a delay, so she probably typed that before we said it was First Blood. So uh, I guess she'll get uh, some glass packs for her uh, Corvette. And, uh, <laughs> what yeah, you say what snack are... packs like the pudding? Uh, well, you can Ooh. do snack packs, put them in the glove um, box. Yeah. Oh, those are yummy. Pack. Yeah. Hey, Jason, I'm sorry yeah, I didn't send in anything your way, by the way, dude. I didn't I didn't I, kind of realize that I could like send you stuff. I I spaced it. I, oh, I you're you're up. good, Yard. We I so. got stuff we're not even gonna get to. We could do music. I thought it was just music from movies or movies themselves. This no, is music great. or movie quotes. Uh, I didn't want I didn't yeah, let's uh, let's uh let's do it again. I love okay. this and I, I've got oh this is so cool. I want to like do it on my show now, but I don't want to steal it. So every no, once in a while I might it. just do it like for the heck of it, like one or two. Yeah, thanks. It's oh, good man. to this get away great. from the headlines of the day. Yeah, yes. big time. Yeah, big time. Bumming yeah. me out a lot, you know, just this new stuff, you know. This All right, cool. well, if Jason, if this is gonna run as a special on Martin Retro Radio, we gotta come up with a name for this. Okay. Um, call it whatever you want. I called it the, uh, what did I call All it? Right. The name that tune special. You don't well, hey, let me go ahead for the audience. Let's play the rest of that uh, clip from First Blood. It's over, Johnny. It's over. Nothing is over. Nothing. You just don't turn it off. It wasn't my war. You asked me, I didn't ask you. And I did what I had to do to win, but somebody wouldn't let us win. And I come back to the world and I see all those maggots at the airport protesting me spitting calling me baby killer and all kinds of vile crap oh, one, of the best act, one of the best action movies in my opinion ever made you know we remember those good. laser discs that came out in the early 80s that looked oh, like the lp thing. albums yeah. yeah yeah we had that movie on the uh laser disc oh, uh, they were wow. huge the laser discs were you had to flip it over go to a second one or something it couldn't even hold the whole movie if i recall yeah. I yeah. know another line from that movie. <clears throat> Don't forget to wash behind his ears. Oh, Thanks. yeah. Yeah. The jail cell. Oh, ladies, right? if you want to see Sly uh, Stallone's bum, that's the movie to see it in. So just thought I'd throw that back <laughs> out there. All right. Hey, I want to thank everybody in the chat. Uh, Karen Carpenter, E Pigeon, uh, St Steven's in there. Little John's in there. I seen Pat in there. Harps is in there. Wow, it's late for Harps. Uh, I know I'm missing somebody here. Hello, can, I give a, can I give a shout out to Tango and Cash as well? Sure. <laughs> and Clyde. Clyde from any which way you can. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That's, that's oh. Was oh was, that, was, that was the sequel. What was the name of the first any one? Which and, any Which Way Balloons. There you yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we also had MJ Nichols uh, in there. Red Wave 46. Hey, uh, just a quick one for all you guys. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the 1982 or 83 version of Lathe of Heaven that they did for um, for uh, public television, the Ursula Le Guin story. But I know Chris and I have been talking about this. I want to do a watch along on Lathe of Heaven. 
uh, Bruce Davison, who was later in some of the X-Men movies as the Senator. Senator Kelly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just exceptional, exceptional movie. And it's got lots of layers of philosophy in it. It's critical of consequentialist theory. And uh, it's excellent. And I'd love to be able to play that and sort of watch along with it. And uh, with along with other stuff, too, like old episodes of Mission Impossible, uh, whatever it might be. You know, just throw something on. Time tunnel. Out. One step beyond one step beyond yeah that would that'd be great i would love that yeah any any of that stuff i'm up for it let's do it all right wow. well let's get up out of here i want to let everyone promote themselves so uh let's go ahead and start with tiger and if this i am angry tiger um Whoa. you can find me uh on, <coughs> uh, on substack angry tigers newsletter you can find me on rumble angry tigers den youtube angry tigers den or you can just go to the tigersden.net and uh, you can find all the links to my work there. Uh, I yeah. went to that link, that gold thing, but I didn't see anything specific to you, uh, Angry Tiger. When you get it, you get to drop his name in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, yeah, and if you follow that right link, there. they know it's from me. And then you put oh, that discount man. code in there. They'll know it's from me. All right. Yeah. What about you, Mr. Graves? Where can people find you? Yeah, I'm around. I'm on uh, Rumble and uh, Substack, and um, right now I'm just taking it easy, trying to recuperate, and uh, just uh, check out all the the fine uh, folks that are here on the show with me. And yeah, that's about it. Thanks for having me, Jason. This is a great idea, and I hope uh, we do many more of these. Oh yeah, I definitely want to do it again, Mr. Goldsmith. Hey, man, thanks so much for letting me hop in. This is great. And uh, yeah, so Liberty Conspiracy, Monday through Friday at 6 o'clock on Rumble Rockfin. And my Twitter is at guard, G-A-R-D, Goldsmith. And uh, the MRC TV stuff is at the MRC TV Rumble page. Uh, I do at least two videos per week uh, with them, and I write articles with them. And let's see what other little items I think that's. Oh, and then my fiction is over on Amazon. And uh, I would recommend Bite, which is like a vampire story, sort of a takeoff of Kolchak the Night Stalker. And um, then there's Fishing, which is really dark about a mad homicidal maniac just coming out of the hippie days in the early 70s in Massachusetts. And there's another one called Wall, which is sort of an, um, a crypto archaeology story about what if there were actually uh, a Great Wall of China like 10,000 years before they say it was actually built, and why would it have been built? So, yeah, there's fiction. There's a lot more coming, but Liberty Conspiracy. Oh, and my Substack, um, Gardner Goldsmith Substack. So Liberty Conspiracy, Monday through Friday, Gardner Goldsmith Substack, and I'm just starting to get into the audio podcasting of Liberty Conspiracy. Oh, and one more thing, guys. I just wanted to let you know also, the, the as I mentioned on my show, the folks at Free Talk Live, have asked me on Friday nights to supply segments from Liberty Conspiracy for their free talk live show, which is on the GCN radio network. So um, that's going to be really, really great. We've, I've done it. This is coming up my third time. Some of our conversations with Chris have gone out there. Some of my conversations with Eric Peters have gone out there. So I'm really looking forward to uh, bringing on more people because that goes out to, I think, almost 175 radio stations. So we'll try to get, you know, good promotion for some of you good guys out there. And, um, you know, it's not like a bunch of money for me or whatever, but it's nice that they're asking. So uh, and, if, and, and if anybody wants to, like, advertise, uh, just contact me on the backside of Twitter, like at Guard Goldsmith. And I can do like some live reads or whatever for like, you know, five 
10 bucks a week or something. I don't know. And we'll uh, Gardner, be in touch with me. I would love to uh, patronize that. Oh, that's great. Awesome. Awesome. All right. That sounds great. Nice. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll pay more than that. Huh. If, 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 if you said 175 stations, uh, I'll pay, I'll pay you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks, yeah. man. Um, that's awesome. And, uh, later all you guys are going to be in my books under your names. I hope you don't mind. You're all going to be heroes. All right. Nice. Cool. No. Wow. I want to be a super villain. <laughs> but, uh, hey, guard, please send me the link to that third book. I don't have it here. And oh, just sure. for, for the audience, uh, if, if you missed all the, you know, where to find every, all these fine folks, you can go to the Knights of the Storm website, the Knights of the Storm.com. And then guards books, of course, are under our read section. I've got everybody's sub stack down here. I may need to add a couple more yet. Um, there, there's yours, Chris. Uh, and then, of course, uh, the links to the video shows and schedules. There's a schedule shows you when they're live and what channels and then under friends free world, you can free world too yeah free world is yeah. here uh tigers already on free world uh and then we also got uh we'll we'll finish off with audi we got modern retro radio right here on our friends page and this is your site let's see what's playing right now mickey oh that is that the, i can't see that hit, that's, hit that, uh, that that's a picture of joe strummer oh. Just released, uh, guards. Yeah, the Mescaleros. Yeah, you're not going to find this music anywhere else. That's, yeah, yeah. And uh, that's a picture of Mickey Dolan's. And Audi and I were just talking. You guys, Mickey and REM teamed up on a four-song EP. Yeah. And they're covering. It's Mickey Dolan's covering REM songs. And oh, wow. uh, Michael Stipe actually said he was never a fan <laughs> of that song "Shiny Happy People" that he did with the lead singer of B-52s. Uh, yeah, B-52s, and uh, he said Mickey redeemed it. He actually, Michael Stipe actually said he was he was a little bit sorry that he did the song because it just wasn't what he thought. But when Mickey and his sister, who's also a great singer, um, Mickey and his sister teamed up and they did four songs by R.E.M. I was never a massive fan of R.E.M., but I love Mickey. He's a really nice guy. And uh, so I'm going to get the EP. Uh, I'm looking and forward to it. And it's uh, number three on the top five right now. Oh, say. seriously? Oh, yeah. there it is. Yes, yeah. dude. Wow. <laughs> and yeah. then the night I was born, uh, REM made their uh, their debut on Late Night with David Letterman. On October oh, my goodness. 1983. Wow. Go. wow. And you guys, one, one last bit. You know, you talk about uh, fear setting fire on Saturday Night Live. When the first tele televised U.S. show that Midnight Oil did was yeah. Thick of the Night. Alan Thicke's show. Oh, Alan Thicke, show. Yeah, yeah. Alan Thicke has, uh, he, you know, before he passed away, he described himself. He was a libertarian and uh, pretty hardcore. And he was into their anti-war message and stuff. He got them to come and play his show that was on ABC late night. And they did. They do a song called Read About It. Read about it. Read about it. And they had newspaper all around the set. And Peter Garrett was kicking the newspaper around and he lit he picked up some of the newspaper, had a lighter and lit it on fire and dropped it and didn't realize it set. He was kicking around flaming newspapers while they're doing read about it live on Alan Thicke's show. And they, they had to have guys come out with, with uh, fire extinguishers while Peter Garrett's singing the songs, all the fires extinguisher stuff going off. And they, they were cool enough. Alan Thicke was cool enough later on to bring them out and interview them. 
Oh, and he's like, God. wow, that was crazy. They're, and guard, their their big song was Beds Are Burning, right? It was that the title? Yeah, Beds Are Burning. And that's that's the one that actually did a really good thing for the for the natives there, for the for the uh for the um the uh the aboriginals, uh, aboriginals. yeah because yeah, they, singer tried to run for president in australia a couple of times too yeah yeah he ended up getting elected to their parliament and he there was it was and you'll hear this probably from harps too but a friend of mine uh tim who lives in brisbane uh, he was saying that um part of the problem for peter garrett he was already a, he was a lawyer and then he joined up with uh with the band midnight oil and they openly say that like yeah we knew he couldn't you know he didn't have the greatest voice but and they were comparing it to like the singer from Crowded House and how good he is, you know. They're like, yeah, we don't have the Kiwi voice here, but you know, he's he's really good. But oh. Peter Garrett was so emotional, he was great. But yeah, he went into politics, he became their like environment minister or something, and he actually promoted this idea of this wiring for houses or some insulation for houses or something that was supposed to be really good for the environment and stuff. Well, it ended up being a fire trap. Oh. And um, and uh, so there was there. It actually brought about some controversy. He didn't realize that so he was really burning. OK, yeah, yeah. And Yo. so, you know, oh, good and on. bad for Peter Garrett, you know, but that <laughs> better go uh, because yeah. somebody mentioned horror films earlier. And I made myself a note to ask because I've been trying to hopefully somebody can tell me what this movie is. But I think it's from 1972. It's a horror movie about a guy who comes back from Vietnam War. His family thought that he was dead. And so he just up. I think it was called Deranged. Like, but he like kills everybody or something. What's it's it called? It's called Deranged. Really? Yeah, Tom Savini, the makeup artist. He uh, That was his one of his first movies he ever worked on. As Thank a, you. Deranged, I believe, is what you're talking about. Yeah, You got the brains, okay. man. And yeah, yeah. listen to modernretroradio.com. Angus is going to have a special on there soon. And that's that. All right. Well, hey, let's go ahead and get out of here. I know it's late for you, gentlemen. Uh, so I'll just say that does it for tonight. Remember to hold your ground, watch the enemy, improve the foxhole, and always look out for one another. And don't forget. That's right. Shop smart. Shop S-smart. You got that? You've been watching the foxhole with Jason Barker.